on good people. You already know what it is, man. It's the celebrity guru. It's King Maserati Santana, and we're back with another dope episode on the Rise Radio, man. I got a special guest in the building, man, and we're going to get started with all the good topics, and we're going to go back, and we're going to take it way back to the beginning of this thing. But before we introduce my guest, man, let's just get started with some of his music, man. So you already know what time it is. I need everybody to tap in, and you know how to follow the page. Let's get it. Oh. Yeah. At the Copa Cabana, bumping Jules Santana. Gucci slippers on, same color bananas. Now I lay the flavors on my tippy toes. Pimped out type nigga, I gotta get these hoes. Get them now or I get them later. Turn them out, boy, I never save them. Damn, son, where'd Niggas you find know that? I'm the savior. Ten toes down, I'm a player And it's the brand new flavor in your ear Dripping swag on your fag Stupid swaver with the gear Polo down, icy glaciers Plus the lasers in my ear Yeah, say my name and I appear Like handyman with the candy paint You damn right I fuck fans Watch the fans faint When I paint with the words The beats are like the canvas This ain't random, boy Yo, I plan this I know my haters can't stand this But I advance to the advances a nigga who hit the street and took chances Landed his feet on solid ground and did his victory dances And to the victor go to spoils I keep the blicker riding round and crown Victor with the coils on my neck Christ risen, ice glistening like some oils is risen Ice glistening like some oils Vietnam, get the money long time My niggas keep making it Them haters could keep faking it Make money, make money All of my niggas take money, take money Yo, Vietnam, get the money long time. My niggas keep making it. Them haters could keep faking it. Make money, make money. All of my niggas take money, take money. Yo, Vietnam, get the money long time. My niggas keep making it. Them haters could keep faking it. Make money, make money. All of my niggas take money, take money. You now rocking with your hottest DJ. What up, what up, what up, what up, it's your boy, Jay-Z, jamming, jamming the most hip-hop and R&B. The Bleed DJ. Yes, 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 in the building, you already know, welcome back to the show, man uh, It's King Maserati Santana, again, I told you that special guest that we got in the building with us, man uh, um, Man, I'm telling you, this artist right here, um, and so much beyond just being an artist He's, you know, uh, a content creator, um, you know, um, it's a lot of things that y'all didn't know about this artist We're gonna get to it, but just, you know, uh, if y'all know him, you know, then y'all know the great work that he has put in For hip-hop and for the city of Fayetteville uh, without further ado, who we got in the building? Big Casablanca, man. Big Cast the Future, man. What's going on, man? It's an honor to be here with you, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> now, I'm glad that you are part of the platform, and I'm glad that you, uh, well, I should say welcome back. Appreciate it, You know, it, because uh, we interviewed you on the Rise TV last year. Yeah. And uh, it's a blessing to have you back today on the Rise Radio Show. Uh, what's been going on since the last interview? Just keeping it moving, man. I know at the last um, we was talking about, um, you know, the platform, the Big Cast Now and OTV, and what I was planning to do with that, as far as like 
link up with all the, you know, the upcoming MCs in the city and start catching visuals on them. I've just been doing that, man, keeping it moving, man, and it's been going really good, man. Everybody seems to love it and been working on music, putting out new music projects and just keeping it moving, man, you know? Yeah. What? So when you started the uh, the whole Big Cast 910, uh, is it just, is that a platform just for, like, visuals? And well, what you mean? I mean, it's YouTube, so yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah, it's YouTube, yeah. yeah. And like I said, not only just YouTube, but YouTube, and um, I just want to capture. I mean, it's a lot of different things, like even like you know, reality shows, and we're gonna expand to be doing movies and everything. So it's on YouTube, but it's also gonna be stuff that we can be trying to get on like Netflix and all other kind of platforms as well. So yeah, but why it's did, visual, yes, yeah, it's definitely visual. So why did you decide to do that now? Like after all these years, how long have you been into the industry? Well, I've been in it as far as like an industry. I, don't know, I mean, I've been making music for a long time. I mean, probably when people would say that I was at my peak was like in the early 2000s. That's when I was really putting in work. But as far as like the big cast now on TV, I've been plotting it for a minute because like I told you before, even, um, you know, years ago, 15 years ago, I was experimenting with like, you know, shooting videos with like people I was around, like Rain and Traff and all of them. And, um, so I've been doing it for a minute, but I really plotted it for a minute, like, what I wanted to do. Like I said, I, I would study a lot. I would study, like, you know, everything that was on YouTube, The Breakfast Club, Vlad, everything that was popping with social media, and try to figure, like, yo, how can I apply that to what I want to do, which is one of, which is basically, at the end of the day, really get Vietnam popping. So, you know, that's what I'm doing. That's dope. So let's take it back to the beginning. Uh, when when was the start of Big Cass? Now we know. It was, I mean, if you want to know, like, the start, start, I say, like, maybe around, like, 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. That's when it was coming at to the point where I was falling in love with hip-hop, like, around the time when, like, um, the Purple Tape, you know, came out and it was written. And, like you said, that Mob Deep, Hell on Earth, records like that was out. That's when I was really falling in love with hip-hop. And I was saying, I have to try to do this. So, when I was first trying to do it, you know, I was just making, like, little freestyle tapes. And um, there's a guy, you know, Pretty Face. They call him No Face. A lot of people call him Sweepstakes. You know what I'm saying? But um, he was one of the guys that, you know, lived in my area. And we would be on the bus, like, just talking hip-hop, me, him, and a guy named Fam Jules. We all, we we would just be talking hip-hop all the time. And um, Were they from Fayetteville? Yeah, they went to Westover with me. We all went to Westover. Okay. And like I said, we would be on the bus, like, especially me and Sweeps at that time because we lived in the same neighborhood, so we rode the bus together. And um, we would just be on talking like hip hop and how what we wanted to do with hip hop. And I would let him hear little rhymes that I wrote. He would let me hear little rhymes that he wrote. We didn't have no um, producer. We didn't have beats. You know, that was back in the day. So I kind of just started making beats myself. And it was very primitive at the time. I was I was making beats on like if people know of a program called Cool Edit. I was making beats on that alone and also recording on that. And we was making dope demos. And um. We started, you know, at that time, what people would do, too, was people would do talent shows. And so there was like a talent show circuit. There was a couple of people back in that was on the talent show circuit, and we would run into them all the time. But we was really known for it. Our group was called Dynasty. It was um, it was the word Dynasty, but we spelt it out like Dynasty, like D-I-E-N-A-S-T-Y. And that was me, Fam Jules. And Fam Jules is super nice to this day, and I'm saying, and Pretty Face. Sweepstakes, he's, he's super nice to this day. He's still putting out projects. His last project was super dope. He even had like a, a collab with Nervous Wreck on there that was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um. So after that, 
when did you really start taking it serious? Of course, you probably was taking it serious then, but when did when did people start seeing you on the scene of Fayetteville? Okay, so so what I was just talking about right then was like me, like around twelve or thirteen, and like I said, we was on the, that talent show circuit. So one of the people, there was a group, and I can't even recall the name of the group, but there was a group that was super dope, and one of the members of that group was um this guy named Jay Christ. And Jay Christ, me and him had got kind of close. And um, over that summer, like me going from middle school, Westover Middle to Westover High School, he was telling me, like, yo, I met these dudes, man, this dude named DJ Fats, this dude named Spunk. Like, they want to start up a label. Like, this is like in, the, in during the Rough Riders time. So that's what everybody was on at that time. They was like, yo, you want to start a label? And he was telling me, like, yo, when they get this going, I want you to be a part of it. And he he kept his word, like, um. They pulled up on me, you know what I'm saying, Spunk, him, Fats, and um, I actually went, the first time they came and got me, we went to go to the studio of this guy named um, Stress Soul, Sean Beeman Stress Soul. Everybody that really put in work in this area, they know who Sean Beeman is. Like, Sean Beeman is uh, a legend. He's a super producer. Like, if, if you go back and even people like the um, the Bomb Shelter interview that, you know, Liz, they don't keep it a bando. You know, they uh, Nerve talked about how, you know, the work that Sean put in is like showing him how to make the beats. But everybody that was around back then fed off of what Sean Beeman was doing because he was the one that he really knew how to work that ASR. He really knew how to work that NPC. So um, I was really they really took me over there on some producer tip because there was other artists. You know, Jay Christ was an artist. Then there was another artist named Puerto Rican Mike. There was an artist named Fran D. Frandy, he he was a big deal too. Like Frandy put out a lot of records that people know of, but um, so I really went over there on some producer shit. But what they did was um, when I walked in, it was crazy to me. Like the studio that they had in that garage was the same studio where like when I would be watching MTV, I would see like Lord finessing them, and that's in the same kind of studio. It was the first time I seen a ASR in person. Cause like I said, I'm I'm at I'm at the crib. On like this is even before Fruity Loops. I'm like I said, I'm using like Hammerhead Studio and Cool Letters. This yeah. is even before Fruity Loops, and he had like an NPC in that already in there. And like when I walked in there, I was blown away. I started pressing the pads. And he actually had a beat that he was making. It was crazy. Like it had like some crazy like strings. It was a, it was. A, but we ended up laying a freestyle on that because the way it went, you know, back in the days, you kind of had to battle your way in. So Sean was just playing the beat. And then me and Jay Christ was just like rapping over the beat. And um they was even like they was they was like hyping it up. Like Fats was like, yo, Cass, that's my man. I got all the money on him. Spunk was like, I got all the money on Christ. But they was saying, like, yo, this this little nigga be making beats, but like he rap this raps is crazy. We need to put him, you know. So at the, I think we ended up eventually laying something down on that. And um it came it came out to be a classic record. The first day I met Sean, we made a classic record called The Source of the Green. Wow, and yeah. it was with you and Christ on it. It was me and Christ. Now there, later on, there ended up actually being um, a total package album, and so on the total package album, the version actually had um, Fam Jewels on it. It was Fam, me, Fam Jewels, and Christ. Yeah. Now, like, who created Total Package? So, um, I was having a conversation about um, this with um, Puerto Rican Mike recently because um, there are some people who were. Um, even aside from me, I was interested in really telling the total package story, and there's some other people interested in doing it too. But it's it's even before me, like it's 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 it's, it's on a street level. It's, it started in Queensbridge, New York. You know, a guy named Spunk Daddy. He was real close with him. Nas, 
legend is that he kind of like you know he was a hustler legend is that he was the one that put up the money for um Nas to record his demo tape which was what turned into Illmatic mm. but I guess you know in the process of that too um you know he came down south hustling down south and you know and like I said this is during the time of like Rough Riders Rockefeller Murder Inc that's what everybody was on everybody that was hustling was like yo we gonna start a label so that's what it was on yeah who can you name like who was around at that time like let me see if I can rephrase the question like who were the rappers in Fayetteville around that time I mean you you gotta think that you're coming out of high school yeah um what was popping so there was um there was kind of like a generation that was before us and these were the people who were like Spunk's age so Spunk was associated and Fats and them was all associated because like I said even DJ Fats I mean DJ Fats if you go on Instagram right now and look up DJ Fats the governor he's like the one of the illest biggest DJs in the Raleigh Durham area so he was doing that back then you know he was up there with people like EJ the DJ he was a legend so they already knew all these people but it was people like you know Bomb Shelter who you know the story like Bomb Shelter and Pitch Black, um, On Point Productions, which was like um, the group that um, Malik Cruz had, you know, that we was with. And and like you said, Roz was a part of Pitch Black. So it was those groups. And um, we were the young guys. You know, we were like the young, you know, guys coming out of high school at the time, which was basically me and Fran. Me and Fran were kind of like Fran more so the flagship of the other thing. Like if, 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 if Total Package was Rough Riders, Fran would have been like the DMX and I would have been like, you know, maybe the locks or somebody like that. The next out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with you coming out of high school, uh, do you remember like some of the clubs that was popping when you, <laughs> when, when you was coming out of high school? So I don't remember all the names, but it was a time where, like I said, I was young. I was young. I was like 14. This is like me going from middle school to high school. And we were with Spunk. Spunk owned clubs. He owned like a club like in Spring Lake at the time which was called NC Live. So I remember, like, just all kind of stories. Like, people will remember, like, if, 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 if even if you ask, you know, older people from that time, yo, you remember when Spunk brought Trina out to, you know, NC Live out in Spring Lake? Yeah, I mean, they'll remember that. You ask them, like, yo, remember the skate zone? Remember when Spunk brought, you know, Capone and Noriega, Noriega to the skate zone, Mob Deep to the skate zone? People remember all of that. And like um, we was opening all those shows. There was even like a, like I said, Spunk was a money getter. He was a, a hustler, and you know he applied that to like you know, throwing parties and clubs. Like a lot of guys are just getting money, and he was very successful at it. And I remember, I remember times when like he did like a multi city tour, like a five city tour with like Mob Deep all in North Carolina, and he basically took us all and we opened up all the shows. So we went on tour with Mob Deep, all kind of stuff like. It was countless stuff like that that went on, yeah. Wow. Like, did you ever get a chance to perform at some of these clubs? I performed at all of them. Oh. Yeah. Even, <laughs> like, and, and, and this is early in the game. Like, we talking, like, we talking, like, starting, like, late 90s, early 2000s when I was still in high school, all the way up to, like, um, one of the last major performances um, I remember doing was um, right before, like, I kind of, like, Moved moved away and moved away from doing this. There was a big thing in 2008 when um when Rain was performing, and this is um the club that the Clark Brothers had at the time. It's not there no more, but it's over there like off of Bingham. It was called um Carolina Live. This club was like super big, and I want to say this was like was that the like the grocery store day? That was the grocery store joint. I, I, I it wasn't Jeezy because I remember the Jeezy performance. 
that was crazy. This legendary GZZ performance. That's when Cakes and them had did that. Um, I don't miss a call, and I remember that. But um, I can't remember who that who that perform who who opened up. It may have been like Boozy or somebody. But Rain did his thing, and at that time, I had a a mixtape out where it had a song on there called Street Money, mm-hmm. and like Rain, it brought me out halfway to perform that. So even up until like year like two thousand and eight, we were still going hard doing mad performances, performing all over the city at all the spots here, yeah. and we had love. Like I said, and all the club promoters back then to um, Puerto like one of the artists from our group, Puerto Rican Mike. He's actually had a click called the Money Gang. With like big homie Rob and them, and they was doing shows. So everybody that threw shows, they fucked with us hard. So yeah, they would call us like, "Yo, come perform, come open up." We performed everywhere, yo. Since I was thirteen, fourteen years old, I've been going to clubs, like opening up for like artists yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So like, who was behind the movement, like of your startup, like your startup career? Like, who was behind that? Um, I mean, because you started doing big shows, you started doing Definitely. big features with you know industry artists. Um, so, like I said, to, to to dive even deeper than what we was on the last joint, because like I said, um, I was moving around with Spunk and them. But like I said, to be honest, um, Fran was more the flagship. And so the, the it wasn't really an issue, but what it was was um, Sean Beeman. He's like a, profess- a, a, a perfectionist, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. So when you hear stories about how people saying how Dr. Dre, like Dr. Dre been working on detox so long, but it was but it was coming to the point where I could do everything on my own. Like, you know, this is when Pro Tools was first coming to play and Cass was first, you know, using computers to start recording. And, you know, I've always been on the cutting edge. So it came to a point where, you know, I was moving and, you know, I didn't necessarily need to, I didn't need any help or I didn't need any budget to record songs. I was, I could make my own beats. I can get, get my own beats, record my own songs. So I was putting together songs and basically just putting them out. So, I kind of went so more as far as like just kind of doing my own thing. And I kind of, kind of stepped away from what total package was doing to do my own thing. And it was all love. Like, you know, even, you know, we was always tight, but I could just do it on my own. Like I didn't need like anybody to help me produce records. I could produce records on my own. So I literally sat at the crib and did it. And I had records and I had, I was one of the first niggas that was really recognizing like, what the internet was with like MySpace and Black Planet and all that, and mm-hmm. I was using that to my advantage to put put stuff out there. Like I was literally going to websites like the Source website, Hip Hop Game website. I was literally finding like the people's emails, sending them my shit, building my own relationships. So I just started moving like that. And during the course of that time, is um when I linked up with a guy named the Black Pope. And um, we actually did an interview with him. You can look up. That was one of the early interviews I did on Big Cash Now on OTV. Just re- recaptured up with him. But um, he had a label called um, Loud Mouth Records. And so me and him kind of started that together. And he was that was the first time when. Um, so prior to that, I would say I was getting major attention prior to that. Because, like I said, the Internet was in its infancy and. You know, I was heavy on it. So I had a lot of attention prior to that, but I didn't really have no big financing behind me. But mm-hmm. at that point, that's when I had big financing. So that's when you were starting to see where, like, you know, we had racks to throw artists for features. We had racks to do whatever we wanted to do. So that's when that came into play. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, man, we're going to take a quick, small break. Um, but during the break, man, we got to get into some more big cast uh, new music, man. Y'all got to check out his, uh, his tape he just recently dropped. Cast digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get back, man, we're gonna get into some more of this, man. This is uh this is great for the for the uh for the whole Vietnam, for the whole 
910, period. You know what I'm saying? Because these are facts and this is real Vietnam history, not politics, but history. So you know what it is, Big Cass. How you feeling? Feeling good? I'm feeling good, man. I'm happy to be here, man. All right, that's what it is, man. Y'all keep it live. We'll be right back. Uh. Bill City Light. Two Six City Right. Uh. Nah, I go down. Uh. In the concrete jungle where dreams ignite Vietnam streets Shadows dance under city lights A symphony of darkness with temptations of drug Intoxicating tales where the streets show no love Traps and corn, assessors find their way A relentless pursuit where the struggles come to play Late nights in the cypher, underlit skies A dangerous romance where wickedness lies From the hoods to the blocks, we claim our turf Street soldiers at war in this concrete universe Sirens well like a symphony echo through the night Where the rhythm of the streets becomes I got in light Through the chaos and mayhem We find our voice Defying the odds And making our choice The aspects are canvas Where legends are born Two six street life In every rhyme we adore And numb tales Echoes in the night Two six rhythm Shining in our light From the heart of the veil Where the legends reside We rep our city With honor and pride From the hoods to the blocks Where we claim our fame Street storytellers Breaking the chain In this concrete jungle Where the dreams unfolded Vietnam city Forever we Line between danger and fame, bearing the scars as a proof of this ruthless game. In the concrete jungle, where only the strong survive, we rise through the darkness, keeping our dreams alive. From the hoods we call home to the blocks we roam, street life symphonies in our bones. A story of a struggle, a passion and pride. Vietnam's legacy forever will ride through the haze of the night where the shadows play. We navigate the darkness, embracing its sway. The streets are stage where legends are made. We chase the spotlight, unafraid and unswayed. We're the poets of the streets painting pictures with words Our stories speak volumes, truth soft and unheard In these concrete verses we find solace and peace Vietnam's legacy here will never be ceased Vietnam tells, echoes in the night Two-six rhythm, shining in our light From the heart of the veil where the legends reside We rep our city with honor and pride From the hoods to the blocks where we claim our fame Street storytellers breaking the chain In this concrete jungle where the dreams unfolding Vietnam city forever we holding Move through the city like shadows on a prowl Vietnam warriors conquering every mile Through the alleys and back streets we made our mark Street life symphony the soundtrack to the dark From the grid hood of pavement to the glamour of the stage we rise as kings, we write history's page We bear the weight of the streets on our weary shoulders Vietnam's rhythm only making us bolder In this concrete symphony, we find our identity Crafting tales of truth and they raw and crazy From dawn to dust, we live and we breathe Street life's intoxication forever we'll see Through the trials and tribulations, we continue to strive Two six street life where the legends come alive In these 16 bars, we pour our hearts and soul This Vietnam street game was meant to be sold Vietnam tells, echoes in the night Two six rhythm, shining in our light From the heart of the veil where the legends reside We rep our city with honor and pride From the hoods to the blocks where we claim our fame Street storytellers breaking the chain In this concrete jungle where the dreams unfolding Vietnam city forever we holding Vietnam, right? Yeah, Vietnam Tales.
Yeah, that's dope right there. Um, but before the break, we was talking about the Black Pope. Yeah, yeah, my man. Shout out to the Black Pope, man. Shout out to um, Nice. Shout out to Doughboy, you know, and um, shout out to um, Cadillac Weldon, you know, Loud Motherfuckers, you know, St. Paul. Shout out to them. Yeah, so how deep does this go back with the Black Pope? Uh, so that's this is like like... Early, this is like me fresh out of high school, like 2003, 2004. And like I said, I did a couple of um, singles with them. People would most um, notably know the song called Call Me, which was featuring um, Remy Martin. You can even find that on, on Apple Music now if you type in like Big Cass, Remy Ma, um, Call Me. That song is on there. And um, I had a single with Pastor Troy. Hmm. And um, I actually had a single with um, Mr. Cheeks, too. But that single, I, I actually ended up um, giving that single to um, Young Cakes and Rolling Weight because um, I actually, you know what I'm saying, you know, just due to, like, creative differences and what I wanted to do, I kind of, like, stepped away from that at some point, too, to kind of, like, you know, go back and take it to the drawing board and do my own thing. And at that time, um, and again, like I said, these are relationships where, you know, I didn't even realize it, you know, back then. But I'm appreciated now how like I was able to leave the relationships in such positive ways. But um, from that point, you know, we kind of took what I was doing and turned that into what they called the dirt mob. The dirt mob was like young cakes and rolling weight. And they went on and they did like massive things like they was in Atlanta touring. They was doing so much and everything. So, you yeah, it gets deep. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's like I said, that that's like a story where like, you know, you really need to at some point. I don't know if you've ever met rolling weight before. But Rolling Weights, a, yeah, Rolling Weights, a legend. Now he actually is is an engineer now, a big time engineer, and he got like weight man, and you know, engineer where people go to his studio, and he's dope. You would, that's a person you would love to have on here because he can really tell you like he can definitely tell you the stories, and he can you know tell you the stories of what was going on back then too, of you know from his ankle and the area he was around and the people he was around and Young Cakes too as well. Yeah. Uh, so we was at the uh, the Fleet Conference together. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, with Rod, shout yeah, out to my yeah, man Rod. Yeah, that's crazy because, like, we, um, we, you actually ran into DJ Barry B. Mm-hmm. You know that remembered you, and that was crazy that he remembered you. And his his whole presence, bro, was kind of excitement to see you at yeah. the Fleet Conference. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Uh, it felt good, man. It always felt good. That that happens. I mean. It's 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 so funny to me because um I think when in in the moment you know in the moment when you're when you're a kid mm-hmm. and you're in the moment you don't really know what's really going on around you you're living like a mile a minute you're young so you feel like you have to get something done you don't have no time left but really got all the time in the world so things are moving so fast for you to even un- understand it but I understood it Somewhat at some point because it used to happen that uh, uh, it used to happen a lot, you know, when I first, you know, when I would come back to the Ville. But being back for these past couple months and really, really being on the grind and like going places with you and stuff and seeing how I reacted, it happens a lot, man. But it feels good because, like I said, I remember one time I had a conversation with um D Walk from um the Wolfpack Hip Hop Cinema, and I was telling, and he was like, you know, him and the people that was around him. You know, they were giving me so much praise. And I literally, I told him, like, man, it felt good because, like I said, um, you got people in this music game who, like, like, they really saw, like, you know, you know, millions of dollars. I was never, never able to see um, millions of dollars off of the, off of the game. 
but I saw a lot of love and respect from a lot of people like my peers, you know, definitely have a lot of, and to this day have a lot of, you know, admiration for what I've done and what I continue to do. So it feels real good. That's still dope though, because like relationships come out of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, money can't buy you relationships. Yeah. You know, uh, so I think that's real dope. Very, very, Very few people in this game of entertainment will get to the racks. I still plan to get to it. Right. That's why I mean. That's that's one of the main reasons I'm really back. <laughs> you at ain't it, letting you know? that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna make up for the time, and we gonna, you know, we gonna put on for the city, and we gonna do it for Vietnam. You know, yeah, we gonna make. And not only me, like we gonna create a movement. Like we gonna have our time period. The same way New York had their time. The same way L. A. had their time. The same way the shot Chicago had their time. The same way Atlanta had their time. The same way Houston had their time. It's about time for Vietnam City. Yeah. North Carolina, period. J. Cole, holler at me. Yeah. Um, so how far do you and Ro go back, uh, a.k.a. Rise? So, um, like, I, we was kind of t- touching on this when we ran into each other. We had a good conversation, man. I was, it felt so good to see him. But um, I, when I first met Ro, um, like you said, he, he, was, he, was, he was in a group called Pitch Black, you know, the years prior to me. And like I said, and, you know, these are guys that's older than me. But when I first met Ro, he was still rhyming, but he was really managing a guy by the name of Snipe, Tony Blazem. And he had a studio, and he had an artist named Stipe, Sniper Tony Blazem, and he's stupid. He's one of the dopest MCs to ever come out the bill. He's actually locked up right now, but I can't wait till he come home, and I know he's still spitting that fire. So um, that was early, man. That was before I even went to Federal State because I had a manager. My manager is um a guy named Mike Hustle. Well, that was my manager back then. And um, he actually knew a guy named Drew. And Drew was a partner with um, Rise at the studio that they had. Drew was also a member of, and a producer of the group Pitch Black. Mm-hmm. And so at that time when they had first opened up that studio in Lumberton, um, Mike had met um, the guy Drew from Pitch Black at Fayetteville State. And I guess they had some classes together. And at the time, you know, that's when I was doing like um, – first putting out like my first CD and everything. And I think, you know, they came together and had some talks. And at some point, um, Drew invited um, us to come by the studio that Roz, him and Roz had in Lumberton. And we went out there and I did a song with um, Roz and Snipe. And it was a hot song. That was the first song I did with them. I've actually done a couple of songs with them, but that was the first time. And that was my first time meeting Drew and my first time meeting Roz. And man, that had to have, it couldn't have been no, no later than like, like I said, maybe 2003, I mean, man, this may be even before then, like. That's crazy. But I, but I want to say maybe like 2003 when I first met Rise doing that. Yeah. It's crazy because I didn't even know Rise was an artist, even starting off. Yeah. See, I, I knew he was an artist. I knew he was a rapper, but I didn't know that. Like I said, um, I didn't really know that he had put that much into it into the game. Because, like I said, even though even those groups that I was mentioning, like Pitch Black, I mean, those and like On Point and like, the studio that they had. I mean, I was a kid then. I was just I just happened to be around because, you know, I, you know, I threw spunk and all of them. But I was literally like a, a 14, 15 years old at that time when they was doing anything. I was just starting to get my feet wet and start starting to record and stuff. Wow. And even though we know that Roz is not from Fayetteville, he's from Chicago. Yeah, he always he'll, he'll let you know he repped the shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely repped the shot. So, like, how important was his movement and what he contributed to Vietnam? How was how deep was that for the city? So, like I told you, um, if you if you heard during that conversation that, that that we was having, he mentioned that the only studio was that studio and the spunk and and the, the studio that Spunk had, which was Total Package. So, he, like I said, even at that time, we were pretty much we were in a garage recording. We were in Sean Beeman's mom's garage. I mean, 
at that point, uh, Roz had a real deal studio at that time. You know, this was analog, like eight eight ad tapes and everything. But Roz was a real deal engineer at that time. But I, and like I said, and that comes from you know the work that he was doing with his group Pitch Black. And like I said, Roz, I think he's he's so important too because even to this day, like as far as like you know, you have people that do marketing and promotions and stuff. He is the best person at that, you know, in this area to me because of the time that he's put into it, the resources that he has, the relationships that he's built because he's done it for so long. He was doing it even before then, even before I met him, you know what I'm saying? He was doing it before I even came off the porch. Wow. I'm saying so that's when you see him like, you know, with the fleet DJs and all the resources and, you know, he's worked with many people. I I mean, I I remember when Roz was managing new edition, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 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 like when, when they first came back together and um, they went on the road, Roz had a lot to do with that. He was right there to ask him about it. Wow. <laughs> He'll show you the pictures, and, I'm pretty sure, because I remember yeah. <laughs> And see, so you know what? These are, and see, this is why uh, this is an exclusive uh, takeover with Big Cast 910. I'm glad to have you up here again, because we didn't get this deep yeah. with the first interview. But, like, even with that, like, uh, uh, a lot of people don't get a chance to talk to Roe like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So to, to for, for you to know certain things that, you know, Roz was doing, and I mean, managing New Edition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying from 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 the restart up. I mean, he helped that's them. Crazy. He helped them get back together and get on the road. Yeah, up, that's crazy. Know? Yeah, and I think he does good at that. You yeah. know, helping people find their way. Because because he, he got a, and and they, even with the shows, he got a lot of experience in clubs and shows. So you know, yeah. he's all around marketing and promotions guru. And it's like there's a lot of people in the like the Atlanta area like that. There's a lot of people in the LA area like that. It's not a lot of people in the North Carolina area that really do that on a level that he does, but he's a guy like, you know, if you got a project coming out, you should definitely consult with him. Do you remember his club, him having a club? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I was young then. But yeah, I remember like three, I don't, 301, yeah, I was a kid then too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So when did uh, Rain 910, when did he hit the scene? Uh, So like I told you in, in the story the last time, when we, you know, we was over there with Vic Frost and, Shout when out we, to Vic. Yeah, when we was with Vic Frost, we tapped on um, um, Vic Frost and 104.5 and the Friday Night Shockwave and, like, what that played in, the role that that played in hip-hop. Like, that was it. Like, yeah. like I said, when MCs were first starting to spit in Fayetteville, they would go up to um, the Friday Night Shockwave to do it. And like I said, we did one of the most legendary ones early on where, like I said, um, when Spunk hit me up and was like, yo, I got this kid, you know, um, well, not really, like I said, I think um, his older brother, he got an older brother named Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Ronnie had came to me and Spunk and was like, yo, um, I got, you know, my little brother, he raps and he's dead nice. I want you guys to, you know, do something with him. So we went over to the trailer where he was at. And like I said, the boy had Ron book stacked up like this. Wow. And he was just spitting for us. And that same night, I mean, we was already planning to go to the Shockwave because the Shockwave, we killed it. And, you know, we went up there with him that time. And at that time, he was only 13 years old. And it was just one of the most classic times because, um, you know, we we clowned. And that was that was when the, um, when Rockefeller had the, when Rockefeller was dissing, like, Nas and all them, they went up to Hot 97. And they was like, yeah, we buying the commercials. We we went up there and took over the 104.5 the same way. And we just spit. We spit for, for over an hour. And Rain was... um. 
there with us. He was a kid. I mean, like I said, I was young then too. I was like 17, 18 at the time, but Rain was actually like 13 and he killed it, yo. You, I mean, you would have thought he was a grown man spitting on, on the joint. And, it, it. and with the front, not to cut you off, but with the Friday night shockwave with Vic Frost, like I, I don't think people give enough recognition of it. Yeah. And, and what like he produced for. Well, like, like I said, this, this, this is back during that time where like we all were like, if you, if, if, if you wanted to have some dope stuff, some dope shit recorded, like, I would go home and rap city, watch rap city, and I would literally sit there with the the remote in my hand because I had to press record to catch the hot shit and play it back. And it was the same thing with the radio, like with the radio, those um, mix shows that would be on late night. Mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't like it wasn't like Apple Music and all that. It was, this is long before all that, so you had to record this shit on tape. And that Friday night shockwave, I mean, those tapes, like the tape I'm talking about, I meet people. I don't have a copy of it, but I meet people <laughs> all the time that tell me about it, and yeah. they be like, "Yo, I still got that tape to this day." Wow. Uh, and so you have real life fans out here. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, but you humble yeah. with it, like especially when you get ran up on when we out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we, you know, we. Doing we doing um even, even 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 like international fans like um like I had I had people I had like CDs that came out like in like Europe that didn't even come out in you know in over over here in the United States you know what I'm saying but even those you can find like if if you find like if you look up on um, Big Cast the Carolina King you'll probably be able to find the hard copies for sale of that on eBay but that was like a real big thing over in Europe like Germany area where they sold a lot of copies of it. Uh, yeah, and they owe me a little bit off. They still owe me something <laughs> too. Yeah. They still owe you a little bit off that. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, listen. Um, we're gonna take another break, but when we get back, I do want to talk about your new tape, Cast Digital. Yeah. Um, we can talk about um, exactly why did you even put that together? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you're really putting that digital out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Attaching it to your name. So I want to hear. Uh, a lot more about that But yeah Y'all keep it locked man Right here man We about to uh, Puff on some good side So if you got some good side Go ahead and roll it up Cause this record right here Is fire Uh Puffin on the Zaza Uh Roll it up We puffin on the Zaza Roll it up Roll it up Roll it up Puffin' on that Zaza World in rotation, no need for the drama Pass that gas, put it on my mama We so good, feelin' like Nirvana Light it up, we puffin' on that Zaza World in rotation, no need for the drama Pass that gas, put it on my mama we so good for them like Nirvana That boy Big Cass, that's right I'm the kid Got that side pack making all the heads spin Smoking on that green, call it Pineapple Express Laughing like Seth Rogen, no distress, just success Half-baked, fully lit like I'm David Chappelle Weed so fire, feel like I found the a holy grail Remember Snoop in the watch, that's the vibe I cast Every drag I take, feel like a blast from the past Mary Jane, she my main squeeze in the haze of her love, that's where I find ease. Just like Cheech and Chong, it's all up in smoke. 
living life free, and that's no fucking joke. Smoking on the chronic, I ain't talking Dre's masterpiece. Puff, puff, pass. It's a worldwide feast. Feeling like Smokey with big worm on the speed dial. Weed so fire, you know it's worth your wow. Roll it up, we puffing on that Zaza. World in rotation, no need for the drama. Pass that gas, put it on my mama. Weed so good, feeling like Nirvana. Light it up, we puffing on that Zaza. World in rotation, no need for the drama. Pass that gas, put it on my mama. Weed so good, feeling like Nirvana. Every Cypress Hill track got that inspiration. Weed's a creative sensation across the nation. Because I got high, like Afro Man. Feeling 10 feet tall, ain't no better plan. How high, ass red man and method man. Flying high. Just like Peter Pan Whisk Khalifa rolling papers That's my anthem Every puff I take I'm feeling quantum Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath Is a classic Saber in the gas It's fantastic It's like the next episode Just press replay Smoking all day Like them boys in the bay Weeze my muse My poetic juice Spitting fire in the booth No need for a truce So here's to the Zaza the gas, the green, you know I'm smoking good, and you know I'm riding clean. Roll it up, we puffing on that Zaza. World in rotation, no need for the drama. Pass that gas, put it on my mama. Weed so good, feeling like Nirvana. Light it up, we puffing on that Zaza. World in rotation, no need for the drama. Pass that gas, put it on my mama. Weed so good, feeling like Nirvana. Snakes, polo fleece, so I'm a beast. Smoothest grease, setting sheets for all my freaks. Quantum leaps, Uber eats out in these streets. Straight food, y'all niggas is straight food. Make moves, yeah, baby, and pay dues. Straight food, y'all niggas is straight food. Straight food, y'all niggas is straight food. Yeah, I'm back in the game. Casablanca, the kingpin. My opponents and haters, they like my opposition. I devour them like food, leave them broken and bruised. Feast on their weakness and I leave them confused. I'm the predator, ready to devour the feast. 16 balls of fire, sit back and watch me release. I slice through the beat like I'm slicing through meat. Man, my flow's so sick, it's like a tasty treat. I'm the heavyweight champion, no one could compete. I leave them shook, little niggas crumbling under my feet. They can't handle the flame that I'm spitting with ease. My verses cut deep like a surgeon's expertise. They thought they could stop me, but they played themselves. I'm the beast. I leave them screaming for help, they straight food. And I'm the goddamn dude, I rise above while them niggas stay stuck in they mood. My Jesus peace. Obese like Della Reese, Gucci snakes, polo fleece, so I'm a beast. Smoothest grease, setting sheets for all my freaks. Quantum leaps, Uber eats out in these streets. Straight food, 
Y'all niggas is straight food, make moves, yeah baby and pay dues, straight food, y'all niggas is straight food, straight food, y'all niggas is straight food, I'm unstoppable. Just like a force of nature, they try to test a nigga. But watch them meet, they make a 16 balls of venom. Get in them, striking like a cobra, turn my ops into fool. Man, the game is over. I'm a rap phenomenon, legendary like Biggie. My Jesus peace shining big, weird like a jiggy. Gucci sneaks on my feet. Rockin' polo fleece, I'm a beast In these streets, and I'm smoother than grease I make quantum leaps, leave them in disbelief My rhymes take flight, like a thief in the night Chief, I'm serving them straight food They can't handle the taste, while I'm making moves Them niggas, they stuck in a place Paying dues, grinding hard, that's my way of life I feast on my ops, got a big appetite So listen up, haters, cause I'm speaking the truth You're straight food, and I'm straight living and proof, my Jesus peace, obese like Della Reese, Gucci snakes, polo fleece, so I'm a beast, smooth as grease, setting sheets for all my freaks, quantum leaps, Uber eats out in these streets, straight food, y'all niggas is straight food, make moves, yeah baby and pay dues, straight food, y'all niggas is straight food, straight food, y'all niggas is straight food. Son, where'd you find this? Welcome back to the show. We still got Big Cash 910 in the building. Cash, what up, though? Just chilling, man. Taking it real light, man. Enjoying it, man. Absolutely. Um, so, listen, we was talking about um, the whole knowing Rise and, you know, what he contributed to the whole Vietnam as a whole. Uh, even having clubs back then was so important. That yeah. you can, you know, go in there and perform. And not only that, but to build the relationships. Uh, you just dropped a new tape. Yep. Uh, Cas Digital. What was the inspiration behind the tape? Uh, so, really, it was is is exactly what it is. Um, so, I like to um, study hip-hop. And, you know, the RZA. The RZA is one of the greatest producers of all time. And um, around the time... And I was able to see this while watching the Wu-Tang documentary on Hulu to get more insight on it. But you can, you know, you always hear the stories of like how the RZA, he wanted to change the music a little bit and take it to the next level. Mm. And that's how I felt with this. Like I said, um, during the past couple of years while I've been on the low, not only was I studying what I needed to know as far as like content creation with the videos, but I was really... um, really in my producer bag because a lot of those years I wasn't even really um, recording tracks, but I was always like producing and like had my beat stars popping and I was always working on production and I would come in here and there and make music here and there, like just work on little songs, you know, for myself. But you know, my production is crazy and that's what cast digital was about was just showing that like um, the next level of the production, like me taking it from like not even, even really getting on analog equipment, but like, that whole album I did on like iPad and iPhone, mm. you know, so it's digital for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like all, but it's really the same thing because all of those, um, keyboards and beat machines that we used back then. Now I just use, you know, I use the iPad touch versions, you know, they're all emulated on the iPad. So yeah. 
You know, it's just it's just the next level, and it's a lot. You know, you can get more creative because you can do things faster. You know, than you could back in the days with analog equipment. You know, well, absolutely. And and all the songs we've been playing tonight is is it off the album? Cast so, Digital. So the um the first song that you played, the Copacabana, is off Cast Digital. Those two that you just played is actually off of um my new album that I'm about to drop. It's called Quantum, and it's like a it's like a next level of that because you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of talk in the immediate future about quantum computers and quantum computing. It's going to take all of the stuff that's going on right now to a hundred percent, a hundred fold as far as the speed that everything's going to be going on. So, you know, I'm, I'm making quantum leaps with the music. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to stay, like I said, I tell people all the time back in the days when, you know, when we was on the NPC, when people first started coming out with um, Fruity Loops, we looked at them like that was fake beats. That's not even real beats. And then, like I said, two, three years later, all of the songs on the radio were produced on Fruity Loops. So um, I just know like now, now I really embrace technology, like especially when it comes to content creation. Like I was like I was telling you, even with Big Cast 910 TV, you're going to see soon in the immediate future, like we're going to be working on like actual like reality shows, like short films, movies, and even cartoons, you know, oh, wow. and you know, any, any way that I can create it, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be crazy because like I said, I'm going to be using technology and just, you know, using technology to my advantage. One thing I did want to speak on too, like I said, when we was telling the story and another guy got a shout out because like I said, um, Roz, somebody like Roz is so important on the marketing and promotion in this area. Another person that is, is DJ Chuck T. And um, DJ Chuck T, he's another person that was there like in the beginning when I was a younger guy and he was there helping me out a lot. I actually had, um, he's another guy I met through Mike Hustle. Mm-hmm. Mike Hustle is a very important guy, especially back then. He's he's still involved in the, the management, he's on the management team for Rain 910 along with Smack and Beasley and all them. But um, And Chuck T is actually like the official DJ for the Charlotte Hornets at the Spectrum Center. He is, he is. Yeah. When, when, I, when I met DJ Chuck T, he had just stopped rapping. You know, he had a he, he had a group called Port City Players, I believe. And they was kinda like, you know, like Master P. And um I was just meeting him when when he was flipping from that into going into like the DJ thing. And he helped me out a lot as far as getting started. So I definitely wanted to shout him out too as for yeah. you know, some of some of my my first couple of mixtapes he did, you know. Yeah. How do you feel about like not like in your career, right? So you 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 look at people that Ran across your like that was in your path. You got you got young cakes. You mm-hmm. got uh rain nine one zero. Um, why don't why why didn't you think that cakes had a chance to really make it further in the music industry coming out of Fayetteville? Well, he did a lot, and um, even even like I said, another thing I wanted to add to because you was asking me who was around back then. Even when I mentioned when um, Young Cakes had this single out there, I don't miss a call. That was self made. That was a group called Self Made that he was a part of. But I mean, I I think Young Cakes did a lot. Like if you do like the the history on like Loudmouth Records, mm-hmm. I mean, they did a lot. He did like even to this day, Cakes can go work with Zaytoven and people like that because of what he did back then. So he did a lot. But like I said, in this game of entertainment. I mean, even if you do get the cred and, and you get the the props for being an MC, I mean, you still may not get the millions. I mean, it's, it's very few people that really get the millions that really become a star, a superstar. But I mean, we're going to like I said, we still here. I mean, we not dead. And like I said, and Vietnam is alive and well with hip hop. I mean, it's young cats right now. That's like that's in the cut waiting. And we want to be there to help, you know, 
get them discovered and give them the push that they need. So, like I said, um, as far as Fedville, speaking on J. Cole, I should never hear anybody in the hip-hop community talking negatively about J. Cole because the best rapper in the game reps Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And we all have to love and appreciate that and admire that. But, I mean... They just don't think Cole do enough for the city of Fayetteville. Well, like I said, and that, the reason that is, is not even so much that it's just because of runs. People have runs. Like, people remember the run the East Coast had. People remember the run the, the West Coast had. People remember when when it was Mike Jones, Slim Thug, Paul Wall. All, people remember what, you know, the, the run that they had. And it's just time for us to have our run. Like, you know, Chicago, they had it a couple years ago when they had Dirk, Keith, you know, um, Reese, all of them. You know, popping out at one time, it's time for Vietnam to have a run. And trust me, Vietnam is the pinnacle of of hip hop talent. I, I know it. I know this for a fact. Yeah. When we get our run, it's gonna be a ten, fifteen. It's gonna be like an Atlanta run. It's gonna be years. It's gonna be decades. Like I said, man, and I would love to be there. You know, as far as to help, kind of help curate it. That's why I say J Cole, holla at me. You know, what I'm saying let's yeah. let's really do it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 you know they they need the the Maserati Santanas. They need the Bunch Brills. They need the Mochettas, you know what I'm saying? They they need the Mr. Heats, you know what I'm saying? Like and these are all platinum artists ready to go. <laughs> I, I I know it for a fact. Yeah. I know it for a fact. Yeah. yeah. Um and 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 it's crazy because like you got uh groups that started like Bomb Shelter, you know, finding discovering J Cole. Mm-hmm. Um and like Nervous Rec was talking about, you know, back in them days, you had AOL, Instant Messenger, and that's what created a relationship with Cole. But you being discovered by the Black Pope. Um, that was oh. that was actually at Fevel Tech. Um, like I said, I was I, I had already put out a couple of mixtapes and even I had put out like an album called Pain and Music was like, which is like a big local album. Like I like. When I talk about, like, Mike Hustle, like, I used to have this, like, Cadillac, like, man. We literally rode around, even outside of North Carolina, the state to state. We was on the grind. Like, like I said, you when you see people coming to me to reacting, <laughs> like, we was on the grind back then. Yeah. Out the trunk with it. Would you say you discovered Rain? Nah, definitely not. Like I said, um, well, I mean, we I was a part of it. I mean, as, as far as, like, Rain, Rain's done a, a, some incredible things. What you see right now is um, what he's doing with Earl. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got him on a major platform because Earl TV is a major platform. You talking about like, even like Drake, you know, um, retweeting Earl. But I mean, I was there with Rain. Like I said, he was around me, you know, seeing what I was doing as a young guy recording. He was around me when I was producing, watching what I was, you know, doing as a producer, making beats and eating off of that. And we ate off each other. Like we was crew, like, you know, Rain, that's my boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we hung together tight up until like you said, up until like I moved away from Fayetteville. When I moved away from Fayetteville, I really kind of just got on some square shit. I went to go just get away from everybody and work. So nobody heard from me from years until I came back. And then now you say I came back. Everybody's crazy. Yeah, and naturally, <laughs> Rain moved away too. So yeah, right after that. Shortly right after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And y'all still got a relationship today? Yeah, I, I speak to him off on Instagram here and there. I haven't like really sat down and had a chance to chop it up with him. But we're going to chop it up real soon. People people leave me comments all the time like, yo, I need to hear some new big cast and rain music. So trust me, we'll yeah. make it happen. Yeah. yeah. So with Bomb Shutter really discovering J. Cole, um, there was another cat that I interviewed. And he had something big to say about Cole that, you know, he was kind of behind 
Cole getting signed and, you know, just being a part of Cole's, you know, startup career, uh, Ronnie C. Mm, shout out to Ronnie C. Yeah. yeah. Man, too. Um, how true is that? I don't, uh, I don't know. A, few, a couple of people asked me about it. I mean, Ronnie C is definitely a legend in his own right. Cause like I said, he was around back then too. And he's made so many great beats. He's got so many, made so many relationships. He's helped me out so much, helped people like ringing out so much. I don't know like to what extent, um, he was involved with J Cole, but a lot of us didn't really, you know, understand the invo- what J Cole came from. Cause I'm going to be honest with you when, um, when J Cole got signed and he came out of nowhere, especially linking up with Jay Z and rock nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he wasn't really like, I don't know if he was really like out in the streets at that time. So a lot of us might've been thinking like, yeah, where did he even come from? But I'm, I'm coming to learn now. Like, you know what I'm saying? The actual story of therapist, like he really was putting in work. Like you look at the back of that bomb shelter CD, the Vietnam bombers, it says on there coming soon, the new therapist EP. I don't know if that EP ever came out, but he was wow. definitely making work, but he just, you know, we might have, you know, we might have been out in the streets running around with people like Spunk and all that. And they was in the shelter doing what they do. You know what I'm saying? And when I interviewed Bomb Shelter, they was just dropping their new tape after all those years. Um, yeah. I know it was from like the early 2000s. Yeah. And they had just dropped it after it was, all those years. And then you got Filthy Dying. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, that that was crazy. But I can honestly say, like, it was, a, it was an honor to, you know, interview them right before he died. And yeah. not even knowing that. Why he hated holidays is because his mom died. Yeah. And from my understanding, like, he was never the same after his mom died. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that I, I was always asking myself after he died, with being with the funeral and all of that, like, did Cole attend the funeral? Or was that, would have would that been, like, too much for Fairville? Well, I mean, the, I believe the funeral was in Florida. I believe his... um. They did the funeral because I actually saw the um, the, the funeral. Mm. Um, it was in Florida. I watched it over YouTube. And okay. then they had a memorial for him. They actually had a memorial for him on Ramsey Street. And it was a lot of people there. Now, J. Cole wasn't there. I mean, but like you said, when you talk about J. Cole, you're not talking about just an average MC. You're talking about, like, one of the top entertainers in the world, like, on the level of, like, you know, up there with, like, Nicki Minaj and Jay-Z. So, no, he wasn't there. And like you said, it may – I wish he would have been there, but like you said, Probably he may not – too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's not, like, he's not a type of guy that, like, a lot of attention. I don't you know. know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But like I said, it definitely would have been – drew yeah. a lot of attention if he was there. Like, of you know course. what I'm saying? Like, if he was there – Niggas like me wouldn't even have been able to get it there. Like, it would have been so many, like, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Like, it probably would have made it a private yeah, yeah, yeah. ordeal thing, you know? Yeah. But um, it was a great memorial that they had for Filthy. I definitely, I mean, so it it, it plays a lot into me because, like I said, when you, when you talk about, like, I remember back then people saying that um, when I was first coming out, they saying that, I didn't necessarily rap like I was from Fedville, but they had never heard anybody from Fedville rap. So they were, you know, this is at the time of Atlanta. They were expecting people from Fedville to kind of all sound like maybe Little John and the East Side Boys or something like that. But people don't know that that Fedville sound that people like Nervous Wreck and Sean Beeman and Zester and Zeph and all them created. I mean, that's really the Vietnam sound. And I really suggest people, especially now that it's on the DSPs, go back and listen to that bomb shelter like 
food, clothing, and shelter. Go back and listen to those Vietnam bombers so you can hear, like, the, that early therapist, that early Black Watch. Black Watch is another one who was heavy in the game back in the days and even heavy in the game now. Definitely go check out his movie, The Setup, too. It's crazy. So you can really hear that Vietnam sound and really hear how nice Filthy was. Like, Filthy was a lyrical monster, yo. He was the definition of a tight ass MC. He was nice with it, yo. Go listen to go listen to those CDs and and like I said, rest in peace, filthy man. You know, of filthy. Course, rest in peace, bomb shelter forever, man. Bomb shelter is everything to Vietnam, like you said. Like I said, even aside from you know fostering J Cole, I mean, just what they did for Fayetteville is undeniable, man. Shout out to Bomb Shelter and rest in peace, filthy man. Love you. That's what it is. Uh, you got any last inspirational words, man, before we wrap this up? Uh, Yeah, man. Go check out the new music, man. Like I said, th- what this is about is the music. So, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got Cash Digital that I dropped about, you know, a month and a half ago. And then right after that, like a month later, I dropped, you know, an album called Street Money. And they both fire. And, and in a couple of weeks, maybe two or three weeks from now, I'll have my next album, Quantum, out. And I'm going to keep putting out music and I'm going to keep putting out videos. And I'm going to keep collaborating with people. And we're going to try to, you know, really get this Vietnam thing even moving more than it is now, man. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to do it for people like Filthy. That's Real. what it is. Yeah. And, and, and and now you got a mission. You know what I'm saying? And now you have something that you can look at 20 years after this and say, wow, you know, even when you started, it's been 20 years, mm-hmm. you know, and then to go back and, and do it all over and to do it in a different way. You got yeah. more, you got more major things happening now. Technology change. Yeah. You know, everything is, is, is way easier to put out now. And, yeah. and I kind of think that's what happened with bomb shelter. You couldn't really put music out like that on platforms around then in the early two thousands. Yeah. So, yeah. um, people knew people knew of that record because like I said, this was early in the game when they put that out. So, Back then, the internet was just starting. The internet message boards and forums were crazy. Mm-hmm. People knew about the, that that bomb shelter album. Like people, yeah. people all over the country know about it. And like I said, those people who were underground hip hop heads back then, they're happy that it's on DSPs now. Yeah. Now, like as, as far as my as far as my records, like I know a lot of people ask me about um, pain and music. Which is like when uh, you you ever be with me and people be like, yo, where's that red album? That black and red album. <laughs> they talk about painting music, which yeah. was basically like I said, all of the music that I recorded from like basically like maybe fifteen up until eighteen. And um, as far as that, you know, I want to shout out to um, George Gilmore and Hot Lena Record because he was um, very intricate in painting music and and the success we had with with that as an independent release and. Um, you know, I, I want to work things out with him because, um, you know, that was on his label. So, like I said, that's why I haven't put up um, painted music on the DSPs. That and, like I said, um, musically, like I said, when I was younger, it was a lot of, you know, a lot of a hustle rap, you know, a lot of, you know, drug dealer talk, you know, a lot of violence and all that. And I don't really want to promote that as much in my music you know so that's why you don't really that's why i don't really so much focus on the older music i just want to create new music you know what i'm saying that's what's up well i definitely appreciate you coming in man and uh sitting down with me and getting a little deeper from the first interview and you know people i think the first interview people um got introduced to who Cass was Mm -hmm. this interview right here people were really getting introduced to how you started and a lot of relationships that came you know on your path and 
you know, to where you at now, bro, like it's just it's it's guys like you that keep hip hop moving. Yeah, you this, know, this the story is important, man. I ain't I ain't one of them niggas that that want to be living on the living not living on the past, but you see the reaction when people see me that from the past, from the past. So it means so much. The the story means so much, and it means a lot to Vietnam. Not just my story, but the story of every of all these people. Like you know, what I'm saying that we, that we talk about, and so you know that's what you know the big cast now on OTV is about is getting those stories out there. Those those hip hop stories, you know, of of those younger groups. Like I said, like to be honest, I could sit here all day and and name groups like it was like Project Stars. I mean. I would, you know, I would forget so many people, but it was people that was doing anything back then. And like I said, I just want to get all those. I want to get all those stories out. I want to get all that music out. And even like I said, all of those people had it was, you know, this is hip hop. So it's a street element. So we all had like street guys around us and stuff. And, you know, a lot of those street guys are legends in their own right, too. I just want to get all those stories out because Vietnam is an important place. People know Vietnam. Like people, you know, right? People, people know about that city fever right there in the middle of that I ninety five. They know about Vietnam. <laughs> They've heard J Cole screaming it for going on ten years. Yeah, we want to really show them what Vietnam is. We we ready for our run. So that's what that's this is all about. You know what I'm saying? And getting ready for the next big artist to yeah. come out of Fayetteville. And that's what I'm saying. Like in in you know, I'm on, I'm more on some like some some OG shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, older guy. I just want to be there to like help curate and help you know. You know, give the the resources to the younger cats to really do their thing because, like I said, hip hop hip hop really is a young man's game, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I'm gonna keep doing my thing, but we gonna represent Vietnam and we gonna find the next J Cole and we gonna have, the, and we gonna we gonna find two or three of them, four or five, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight of them, and we gonna have a role and we gonna really put it out. And like I said, man, um, J Cole hollered me, man. Like I said, um, cause um, I know how much you care about Vietnam. And I know you want to. I know you want to help us do this. So holler me, right? And it's important to to keep that pass, uh, that 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 torch passed down, you know, so the younger generation can, you know, um, reach levels that. And and the problem is, is the people that have the torch, they don't want to pass it. They don't want to pass out, pass yeah. down knowledge, yeah. you know, or um, it's always wisdom. it's something. It's, it's it's always been like that, and it'll always be like that. But you you don't see me on that fuck shit. I think I'm kind of weird to people. Like people don't understand the way I'm moving, but it's all love. It's really genuine love. And like mm-hmm. I said, and we, I mean, I can't complain about other people not moving like that. The only thing I can do is show by example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. That's what's up. Well, I need everybody to tap in and be on the lookout for Big Cast Nine One No TV. Uh, he got a lot of content up there, and uh, you might see your favorite artists up there too. You yeah. never know unless you go subscribe to his channel. But like I said, it's a, it, it was an honor to have you here. Thank you uh, on the Rise Radio, and um, you already know you my dude. The yeah, music man. is I love fire, you to death, man. I yeah. love you to death, man. The music is fire, and uh, we got some more things that we're working together on. Um, I need everybody to tap yeah. in and follow both pages on the Rise TV and Big Cast Nine One O TV, and we're doing major things for the city of Fayetteville, but not just Fayetteville, uh, Fayetteville, but the whole North Carolina period. And and, because, and I, I yeah. want to I want to shout you out for that too, because like yeah. I said, man, I I see it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else sees it. They see it on the on on the internet. Yeah, I see it on the internet, and I also see the grind in real life. And what you do is real big for the city. And it's it's it it goes right along with what I'm doing and what everybody else is doing, man. And I really love you for that, and I really appreciate you for that, man. And trust me, man, we are gonna get it done. You you was you was the first, like you know, what I'm saying, cat that really was like, 
like you said, just interviewing these artists that nobody else would even really take the time to interview. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're going to bring it all full siphon. And like I said, those same artists, you know what I'm saying? They'll be able to look back like, damn, remember when Mozzie had the, you know, he had the podcast. Course, and like yep. I said, and those going to be the same artists that's going to be what NBA young boy is today. Trust me, they're going to be from Vietnam. I promise you, yo. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, man. So this on the rise radio, this show was brought to you by Blue Sharp Vodka. Can't live with it. And you definitely can't live without it. The smoothest vodka in the world. So make sure you check out Shout and go out get you a bottle and all that, man. It's the celebrity guru, King Maserati Santana. And you've been on the rise radio, baby. So you already know what it is. And we're going to keep that fair non record in rotation because we're going out with this. So I holla. Uh, Bill City Light. Streets, shadows, dance under city lights. A symphony of darkness with temptations of drug. Intoxicating tales where the streets show no love. Traps and corn, assessors find their way. A relentless pursuit where the struggles come to play. Late nights in the cipher, underlit skies. A dangerous romance where wickedness lies. From the hoods to the blocks, we claim our turf. Tree soldiers at war in this concrete universe. Sirens well like a symphony echo through the night. Where the rhythm of the streets becomes our God and light. Through the chaos and mayhem, we find our voice. Defying the odds and making our choice The asphalt's our canvas where legends are born Two six street life in every rhyme we adore Fear numb tells, echoes in the night Two six rhythm, shining in our light From the heart of the veil where the legends reside We rep our city with honor and pride From the hoods to the blocks where we claim our fame Street storytellers breaking the chain In this concrete jungle where the dreams unfold In Vietnam City forever we line Between danger and fame, bearing the scars as a proof of this ruthless game In the concrete jungle where only the strong survive We rise through the darkness, keeping our dreams alive From the hoods we call home to the blocks we roam Street life symphonies in our bones A story of a struggle, of passion and pride Vietnam's legacy forever will ride Through the haze of the night where the shadows play We navigate the darkness, embracing its sway The streets are a stage where legends are made We chase the spotlight, unafraid and unswayed We're the poets of the streets, painting pictures with words Our story Speak volumes, true, soft, and unheard. In these concrete verses, we find solace and peace. Vietnam's legacy here'll never be ceased. Vietnam tells, echoes in the night. Two six rhythm, shining in our light. From the heart of the veil where the legends reside. We rep our city with honor and pride. From the hoods to the blocks where we claim our fame. Street storytellers breaking the chain. In this concrete jungle where the dreams unfold. In Vietnam city forever we hold. And move through the city like shadows on a prowl. Vietnam Warriors conquering every mound Through the alleys and back streets we made our mark Street life symphony the soundtrack to the dark From the grid hood of pavement to the glamour of the stage We rise as kings, we're writing history's page We bear the weight of the streets on our weary shoulders Vietnam's rhythm only making us bolder In this concrete symphony we find our identity Crafting tales of truth and they raw and gritty G From dawn to dust, we live and we breathe Street life's intoxication forever we'll see Through the trials and tribulations we 
continue to strive. Two six street life where the legends come alive. In these 16 bars, we pour our hearts and soul. This Vietnam street game was meant to be sold. Vietnam tells echoes in the night. Two six rhythm shining in our light. From the hard hood of Ville where the legends reside. We rep our city with honor and pride. From the hoods to the blocks where we claim our fame. Street storytellers breaking the chain. In this concrete jungle where the dreams unfolding. Vietnam city forever we holding.